When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. This is another episode of Shortcomings. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm joined by my other host, Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hey there. How are you? I'm good. Are you ready to shoot the shit about another episode of Sex and City? Uh, Not this one. Not this one. Right up top, I'm going to say this is a flop. This episode, you guys. Bad. Flop. Flop City. So. I've watched it so many times because I'm like, there has to be something I'm missing. So I'm like, I'm going to rewatch it. Maybe I'm like not getting like something. And then I watch it again and I'm like, there's no, they are, they are. There's nothing. (sighs) It's an episode. Yes. This is not, I mean, we'll get into it. It's not their best work. No, no, no. God, no. Season one is a tough, let's just be honest here. Season one's tough. I feel like we've said that ever. It's the thesis statement of this podcast <laughs> is that we're suffering for you people. <laughs> we are suffering. It is uh, like I, I we again, we say this every single week. We are going to shine in season, even season two, we're going to shine. But once you get us into season three and four. Back half of season two on, we're good, but we are oh, struggling right now. Struggle fucking city. But. You know, in an effort to remind myself of why I like this show, and, mm-hmm. we, you know, we always talk about the Sex and the City cinematic universe, I'm yep. going to take us into the past, Sam's going to take us into the future, <gasps> and yes. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Sam the episodes that I'm looking forward to talking about. These aren't my favorite of each season, although the second season it is, but the ones I'm looking forward to talking to, because frankly, after watching this episode, I'm excited. no less than 12 times. I needed to remind myself why I like this show. Yeah. I I got to be honest really quick. Okay. I'm kind of shocked that it got picked up for a second season. I think they'd filmed it all already. Oh, you're right. They did. They filmed like every episode, right? And then the ratings aren't bad. And it, it was the beginning of HBO. But just I guess con- because I know where we go from here that like I'm just like, this isn't the best. Maybe if this season just existed by itself, yeah. we would be like, this is great. But instead, I'm like, this is not what it's meant to be. No, motherboard myself. Like, I'm waiting. Oof. All right. But um, so let's get into my list. So yeah, I'm excited two, to hear. Season two, I'm the most excited. And this is actually not only my favorite episode of season two, but my favorite episode of the show ever. Blood Dolores Squeeze. The episode where, and spoiler alert, just click that little 15 second button. About 16 times. Okay. La Dolores Squeeze is the episode where Big leaves to go to Paris and they break up. You like that episode? Oh, is that when she throws the McDonald's? Yeah. Yep. I get it. And she's like, and there's a a lot going on with her little beret. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. It's yeah. a really cute episode. That episode actually, when I was rewatching it several years ago, I wanted to learn French. Like, it influenced me to download Duolingo. Is that when you bought that little Eiffel Tower that's in your bedroom? 
Even I put tower in my bedroom. I don't know. Once you posted a picture and I zoomed in and was like, Oh, I did. No, I you, did have that. No, you don't have an like, Eiffel Tower in I your bedroom. I was that basic ass bitch. Yes, I was. I had an Eiffel Tower like that statue. Home, that home goods Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yes. And I was like, really, like, I was obsessed with Paris and France. Like, I'm a basic girl. We know. We know. This is no we shock here. But. So I downloaded Duolingo and I just have to tell this really quick story because Chris, you said it to me the other day. I have on my keyboard still like a French keyboard (laughs) on my phone. So like sometimes when I text, it like will change the words and like make it look French and I'm too lazy to like change. And you just hit send. I'm like, he'll get it. And he's like, why are you speaking to me? What's wrong with you? Only used Duolingo for about two weeks. Like Interpretier, I felt. Like, I believe was the word you sent me. What did I say? Interpretia. I was like, the fuck's wrong with her? <laughs> it was so funny. Okay. So anyways, funny. keep going. Yes. No. So then, in season three, I can't wait to talk about running with scissors, which is the episode oh. that ends the Carrie and Big cheating arc with Natasha, the stairwell classic. Uh, that scene still makes me like. It cringe. Like, it cringe. Like, I tense up in that scene. I can't wait to talk about all of this. I like, know. Like, thank you for getting me excited again. Season four, All That Glitters, which is when we fully realize that Aiden is trash. He's at home. <laughs> he wants to uh, eat KFC in bed and have her rub, her, rub his stomach. <laughs> no, he says tummy, I think. And he's wearing tidy whiteies. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> and for all you Aiden stands out there, that's the man you're repping. That's sick. Disgusting. Seek help. We will quickly, like, we will tell the people why Aiden is not lovable. Oh, we're going to break him all the way down. Yeah. He's now Alexander Petrovsky. Let's talk about it. Chef's kiss, baby. Chef's kiss. Uh, Season five. I'm looking forward to talking about plus one is the loneliest number, which is Carrie's book release party. The introduction Mm. of Burger. And she has a very classic line that, frankly, I'm afraid that if I say I'll, like, burst into tears. But someone asks her at one point how she is, and she says the loneliness is palpable. That after yesterday for both of us, we... Uh, uh, please uh, keep going. Please let's keep, let's keep Let's keep on yeah. moving. And then season six, I'm looking forward to talking about Splat! Exclamation point. Obviously, the episode where Kristen Johnson's character falls out the window... But also when Carrie makes the decision to go to Paris with Petrotsky, she has the epic fight with Miranda in which she says, I can stay here and write about my life with you or go there and live it with him. Something along those lines. It ends with the big, the ultimate rom-com moment of them and like a fucking sleigh ride in Central Park, (laughs) like crazy people. And uh, I just needed that little trip into the. Into the past and the, I guess, the past of these episodes, but the future of this podcast. Oh, okay. And, and I'm here to take what you I'm guys looking forward to talking about to the future of Sex and the City, the revival. So you sent me a picture that I simply did not reply to you. I know. I was like, Chris, do you want to talk about the photo? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I never like, seen it. Never seen it. Uh, had the receipts. Obviously, I sent it yesterday. But- so there is a photo going around. I think Dumois posted it. Let's see. It is of Carrie and Miranda, and they look disheveled, to say the least. Uh, I believe Carrie is in Birkenstocks and, like, a high sock. 
Uh, you know, I'm really loving the look on Miranda, the gray hair with like the short. She's looking amazing. She looks guys. amazing. So, okay, so let me set the scene. They're in these like frumpy outfits. Um, they they look like they're having a hard time. There's also a lot of like like doctors and hospital people around. So that is alluding to the rumors that we've been hearing about what happens in the revival. But we haven't mentioned those rumors on this. And are you going to? I'm not going to. Are I'm not going, going to. to you guys it? can look it up. Yeah, um, if you guys want to look up. But like this is the worst the podcast. We're like <laughs> we won't talk about something. You know, it's an interactive podcast. Like we want you yeah. to be active with us. Like choose your own fucking up. adventure, people. <laughs> choose your- <laughs> no, but seriously, okay. So, but I think this is like a decoy. I think what they're doing is they're shooting like multiple different scenes. Like, because why would they shoot this hospital scene, like, so publicly if it was really something that they were trying to keep under wraps? I just don't believe now all of a sudden Sarah Jessica Parker is, like, just down to show, like, what the entire revival is going to be when they were so secretive about the movies. Like, I just, I can't take that on. I'm just not doing it. they weren't. I think you're just not realizing that the culture of the world has changed. And these little Dumois bitches are going to get in there and take pictures and then lie. Yeah. Demois is the worst Instagram account, yet I can't unfollow it. Yeah. It's truly completely useless information it or lies. Always, it always just makes me laugh. Like when like someone will submit something and they'll post it and then they'll like three slides later will post something that's contradicting whatever they posted before. I also love laugh. when it's like, I saw Colin Jost ordering his Starbucks. Anon, please. It's like, bitch, you don't need to be anonymous. You're not the Starbucks. You don't work at Starbucks. Also, like, no one cares. And also, yeah, no one cares about the most preeminent, boring white man who married ScarJo. Why really do people hate off. ScarJo, by the way? Um, I, I think, love her. Well, you would. <laughs> okay, I, I don't her, love. I just don't I, get the hate. I think her Woody Allen defense didn't help her. And, you know, the, trying to play a trans woman, the time she played an Asian woman. It's like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's our leading cultural. It's, she's our leading cultural appropriator. And, okay, it's um, all coming back to me. Yeah. Not to mention her, you know, how long can you get away with just wearing the color red? Forever. When you she's, look like yeah. her, I'm sorry. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you, you can wear stunning, whatever you want. She's stunning, but she hasn't lived up to her promise. She's like a highbrow Kate Hudson. Just two people who came out the gate good, and it's like, well, what are you really doing? And I'm glad we haven't given her an Oscar. Shall we talk about the episode? Yeah, please. <laughs> sorry. We would rather talk about Scarlett Johansson than this episode. I would Bear rather talk us. about Demois for 20 hours. Okay. Maybe we um, could do, like, a special Shortcomings After Dark again. Yeah. On this. Yeah, this, by the way, we should say this is shortcomings back at 10 a.m., so we're doing better. Yeah. And Chris is in a very cute outfit, you guys. Thank you. Like, he's normally in, like, a really cute, like, Ivy Park sweatsuit, like, matching vibe. This is, like, summertime, Chris. Is this, is this are my summer vibes. Daisy shirt, green shorts. Very, like, very short shorts. Very short. I believe in a three, I believe in a three inch, uh, scene. (laughs) Three inches? Oh, Yeah. Jesus Christ. My legs are my best feature. I got to get them out to the people. Oh, you do have great legs. I do. It's so all um, that walking. To, to get into the episode, oh, let's sorry. try. <laughs> let's try to do this. Um, a little bit of an episode synopsis. Carrie dwells into Big's past and finds there might be a third in their relationship. Charlotte has a new boyfriend who wants to open her up to a new experience. 
Samantha is dating a married man and nobody wants to fuck Miranda. <laughs> so before we get into the Not episode, even her I, therapist. Not even. He was like, lady, please. She's like, please come back more. Yeah. The episode was directed by Nicole Holofsner, who directed a previous episode. But I did want to just point out that uh, the plot of this episode is very much like the plot of her movie Enough Said with James Gandolfini and... You love that movie. I feel like you've I talked about movie. it a lot. James Gandolfini, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And in that, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is dating James Gandolfini, but her therapist is James Gandolfini's ex-wife. And there's just a lot of like, I just thought it was interesting that this episode has Big Carrie and Barbara kind of circling each other uh-huh. in the same way that those three characters in Enough Said are kind of circling each other and sharing information. Yeah. And let me just say that Enough Said is an actual good movie. And this episode is as bad as the current season of Roni. Oh, wow. So should we get more into it? Yeah, of course. And hear the monologue? Yeah. Because again, we have enough. I will say I love our continual theme of having one theme, but uh, it would have been nice to have some good stories with it. I agree. (laughs) Was Samantha right? Were threesomes the new sexual frontier? No question. Guys were infatuated with threesomes. And when I started looking, they were everywhere. After all, our lives are built on threesomes. Fat, low-fat, non-fat, first business economy, Mo, Larry, Curly. Maybe we were never meant to do it with only one other person. Maybe threesomes were the relationship of the future. Now, about that monologue, Sam. Do you feel she really struggled to even remember there's an episode later where she's struggling to write and she talks about like shoes, men of the new socks. Remember that guy who wore sandals, Randall, the sandal guy. We went on a couple of dates like six years ago. Yeah. Is that anything? His name was Randall? No, but I'm, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here, ladies. Last week I wrote about my search for the perfect french fry. Oh, I saw that. This feels like she was like, I don't fucking know. I gotta write about three. Mo, Larry, Curly? Why is she referencing the three stooges? Fat, non-fat, low-fat. I'm like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, like, obviously also, the world is not split into threesomes if those are the well, references she was able to come up with. And also, while she's giving this monologue, there's, like, the scenes that's that are playing out as, like, a man walking two dogs. It's, like, it's, it's like really not that serious. I, <laughs> three dogs. Because also, like, ducks and, are, like, very monogamous. And then it cuts to, like, three life. ducks. I'm like, we could so not like, come up with anything. Ducks? Three ducks are very rarely together. I feel like it's usually a shit ton or two. It's like, that's what I'm saying. And usually, if there's a shit ton, it's because it's a family. Ducks are yeah. It's like this is a this is we were flopping right up top. Flopping. So I want to start with talking about Charlotte um, okay. because I think she's kind of more the protagonist of this episode than Carrie in some ways. I think there's it's more heavy on Charlotte than. And Carrie. I was happy to have her there. Yeah. Would you think, um, so we even, we open on Charlotte and her new man, Jack, who they're on the gala circuit. What'd you think of Jack? Because I have quite a first note about Jack when I was reviewing my notes. Jack looks, I'm not going to say it. Say it? No. I think he looks a little, uh. Sickly? Homely? Something is not right. I wrote simply, Jack's mouth. What is the truth? There, (laughs) there's. There's just something about his face that I just find to be very 
off. He had like Lisa Rinna lips. Do you remember that frog meme? It was like one of the very first memes of all time. And it was like the frog with the big mouth. Michigan J Frog? Is that what it is? He the looks little like... WB frog who used to dance around on like between episodes of Felicity? No, <laughs> that's not a meme. <laughs> I don't Um, There's a frog meme. Pepe the frog. Um, oh, what? Didn't it turn out that frog was like racist? Is it? Yeah, I feel like uh, we don't know what we're talking about. So. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. BBC. The, it goes Pepe the frog meme branded a hate symbol. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's, but I do get what you mean. Chris, my eyes, I'm crying. I really didn't know that. that Yes, I was like, I'm pretty sure that frog got like co-opted by the Proud Boys or something. I had no idea. Okay, I thought it was just a cute, like, silly little meme. I didn't think it was like serious. And <laughs> Jack, first... um, Jack looks like a racist proud boy frog. So he great. He does. He honestly, like, I'm not wrong. And I, uh, I just like how many people is Charlotte going to be in love with? It's the I, first I think it, season. It's so and and the they have positioned each of her boyfriends this season as like Charlotte's in love. It's like poor Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. Like like, and she's always being set up in these situations. I feel like where she's just shown as this, like, not sexual person. And I don't think that that's true. She's just well, doesn't want to I don't think she's connected. To, I think she's not connected to her sexuality yet. Actually, I love that we've decided we can chat more about later stuff because I really think her experiences with Trey and the inability to have sex with him is what helps her connect to her sexuality. Oh. Because remember, there's that, there's that episode... Profound. There's that episode where she'll where she decides she can't hang out with the girls anymore, and she goes and hangs out with her friends oh, from yeah, like yeah. college. And to them, she's like their Samantha because yeah. she talks about how she wants to be. And fucked. She's like, I just want to get fucked. And, <laughs> and they're, they're like, like um, Charlotte, bitch, wear a brunch. They're like, rain it in, sweetie. Like, yeah. Please. So, but I think that whole experience with Trey ultimately, I think she leaves that more connected to her own sexuality and sensuality. And right yeah. now. She's, um, I mean, we talked about it last episode. She's really disconnected from her own, you know, desires, not willing to, you oh, know what I'm saying? That was, <laughs> ew. Go back and listen to Shortcomings After Dark, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean. But I did think it was cute that her fantasy was having sex in her parents' bed because gross. Is I that something? Like, that's Is that something fantasy, people want to do? That's like Freudian shit. Like, that's weird. Yeah. That's some stuff like we, you need to go to, you know, Miranda's therapist and talk because that's bizarre. Fantasies is like doing it in a public restroom, you know, doing it in a park. Ew, a public restroom? I don't know. People are weird. I could never. Germs. I, I would never. But just restrooms are gross. Not in this post-COVID world. So. Not in this COVID vibes. Delta Also, variant, LOL's no. post-COVID. Yeah, LOL. <laughs> Still struggling. But it's so it's just... I feel kind of bad for her because, like, every episode, it's like, oh, Charlotte doesn't want to give a blowjob. Oh, Charlotte doesn't want to do this. It's like, Charlotte just doesn't want to have a threesome. And it's like, I get it. Although, so he presents the idea like a good scammer. He compliments. That face scams. And is like, oh, you're so sexy, Charlotte. No one, like, of course, at one point, he's like, your sexuality is oozing off of you. Yeah, he was like... And I feel like we've seen this before, too. Who have we seen this happen with? Like, where a guy's like, you don't know how sexy. Oh, last episode with the guy. 
I was um, going to say our lives. You mean no, me yesterday? She did. A, no, she did. There's an episode. Remember where the artist dresses all the women as, and they become men. And like that was not the last episode. I know. Now. I had just watched it. Recently. That is in like three episodes, three seasons. <laughs> no, now. I know. That's why I just changed my tune. Um, there's an episode coming up future where like the guy says a very similar thing to her. He's like, you don't understand like how sexy you are. Yeah. He's like, she's saying you're so feminine. You can be dressed like a man. Yeah. Like you're, you're so hot sexy. As fuck. And she is. Charlotte is, her body is banging. I mean, all their bodies. It's disgusting. I'm tired of looking at them. They're so great. I, yeah, I heated up a salsa verde mac and cheese from Trader Joe's yesterday. I was like, this is. While watching these beautiful women. Yeah, I was like, I need to go for a walk. But uh, so Charlotte meets with the girls to discuss this. And they're in this shitty diner. They so still shitty. haven't. Li- We're still not in the brunch spot. Yeah, like there are those cakes and like an old timey like those stale cakes that you see in like a display case behind them. I'm like, this is gross. So gross. And Miranda, of course, takes the stance of like, of course he wants to have a face with you because he's a fucking man. And he also, she also is like, yeah, he only buttered you. He only said you're sexy because he wants to have a threesome, you dumb bitch. I'm like, can you be a little nicer? Like, she is sexy. No, but this is them painting Miranda in this very harsh, cruel light. And also, they're making her very unsexy. Oh, well, her... We'll get to her sexy face. Well, but oh, at one point, <laughs> at one point, Samantha says threesomes are the blowjobs of the nineties. Blowjobs, the blowjobs of the eighties were as anal sex. Mm-hmm. What's in now? Oh, I can talk about it for days. Eating Just ass, tell me, but we can't get into it. What? Eating ass. That's in right. That's the thing. Oh, it's everywhere. It's all people nice. want to talk about. Everyone is out and about street corners. Allison Williams impact talking about eating ass. Oh God. When she's in the kitchen in her little studio apartment and girls, Ugh, and he really I got in there. That. I didn't need that, but it's also in white Lotus. He eats that man's ass. But I mean, so I have had many. I'm going to attribute that to Allison Williams okay. and not gay men. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I had actually just had a conversation with a friend about eating ass well, I love that that's the the threesomes, the threesomes of the 90s. It's a, definitely a heavy... You and your friends don't talk about this? No. I feel like you're sophisticated. Yeah, I was going to say... I'm literal gutter trash. No, no, we're not sophisticated. I, do you know, I'll talk about eating ass with anybody. So oh, slide into my DMs. Oh, you want to talk about it? <laughs> you want to talk about it? No, not really. Okay. I personally... I'm good on it. I'm a fan. I don't want that happening to me. I, I, I don't know that I needed to. We need to move on. I'm, Sorry. We're, this we, is a guys, sex we're getting more, podcast. We're, we're going to talk about We're getting about more comfortable. I'm sharing. Oh, you you are opening up. What yeah. is your uh, zodiac? You're a Sagittarius, but what is like your moon and your rising? I'm very curious. Uh, Scorpio Taurus. Oh, God. I know. It's a messy wow. chart. <laughs> Not but the Scorpio makes sense, but also the Taurus makes a lot of sense, too. I'm a man of complete decadence and nonsense. Yeah. Okay. But that's why we get along, because um, I'm a Scorpio and then I'm a Sagittarius. That's so we're I, lo- I mean, you know, I've got Sag. My Sagittarius side is strong. Strong. It's Garcelle vibes. Yeah. Running through those veins. Do you know Oof. how many housewives are Sag really quick? Well, so a many. Lot of- Dorinda, Sonia, Garcelle, Nini. Nini. Candace. Candy. We can't get into this because I believe there are people who listen to this who don't care about the housewives. 
And if that is you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Start watching. And that's the Sagittarius in me. Mm-hmm. But the women discuss which of them they would have a threesome with. I'd go with someone who has a little more experience, like Sam. Well, thanks, but there is something sexy about a first-timer like Charlotte. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. No, forget about me. Oh, oh, oh come on. No, I'll do it with you guys. What'd you think of that? Because um, poor Miranda, I felt so bad. Also, LOLs that it's not like eight of them, so it's easy to forget someone. Mm -hmm. She's just sitting there, and when she says something, they're like, oh, you. I know, Carrie was like, oh, sorry. And like, still no one was like, yeah, but we'd fuck you. It was still just like, We forgot about you over there. So who would you have a threesome with? Out of all of these ladies? Uh Uh-huh, of the four ladies. No, out of everyone in the world. I know, I was like, ooh. Um, probably Samantha. Okay, so it would be you, Samantha, and then that old man from the um, salad dressing. Paul Newman? Yeah, who you love. I, I was like, what is this? I would be so upset if I had a threesome with Paul Newman and someone else. Like, I want him all for myself. But that's who you have to choose. So, like, me, mine would be Charlotte, me, and Robert Redford. That's a classy bunch. I'd wear Decadent. My best <laughs> yeah, like you, that's a, okay. Um, But then, so Charlotte and Jack are out at yet another gala, and... Are they tired? No. Like also, they... galas are during the week in New York, so it's fine. Oh, okay. They are at the, and then a woman comes up, and it's basically a nothing experience, but they make it into something. Yeah, this woman, And they then Charlotte it... has a dream about having a threesome. And that so dream... She, she, it, She's feeling a little bit more connected to her her sensuality. She is. She's getting there. She's opening up, like, the door, like a crack, just to see. But that felt, to me, like she was the extra in the situation. Oh, yeah? Like, I didn't get the vibe. I mean, they were, like, these, the guy, Jack, and this woman, the threesome woman, in oh, her dream. Oh, and then Charlotte, they're, like, she's watching them, and then and they invite her in. yes. And she wakes up as soon as she kind of like get a weird to see, weird to believe based off of how it's yeah. shown that she wakes up as she enters the bed. So maybe Charlotte's more of a voyeur. Oh. Deep down. Deep down. Because like that guy and the girl were like making love. Yeah. Like that well, was passion. Yeah. But she's walking with Carrie and they have one of my <laughs> You're just favorite. Like, yeah. Yeah, we need to move on. Sorry. Because <laughs> of the gesture you just made of, like, two bodies smashing together. It was disgusting. Um, While walking, Carrie and Charlotte have one... Uh, there's an interaction where Char- where Carrie sums up Charlotte, and mm-hmm. it's so great. What did you think of that? Do you remember what I'm talking about? When C- Carrie sums up Charlotte? Yeah. Sweetie, don't you think it's weird that you're thinking of sleeping with someone you don't know to get closer to Jack? But how well do we ever know the people we sleep with? That was the thing about Charlotte. Just when you were about to write her off as a Park Avenue Pollyanna, she'd say something so right on, you'd think she was the Dalai Lama. Do you think my hair is too shiny today? And then she'd say something else. That's exactly who she is. That is the balance of Charlotte York. Yeah, very. But I do find it interesting that when he asked her her fantasy really quick, I want to go back to this. He asked her her fantasy and the first thing she said was open my own gallery. And then we know later on she quits her job for Trey. 
And never, and we never really see her go back to mm. we to working outside of the home, Mm-mm. which is her decision. But yeah, totally. But I remember that decision with Trey was like a very complicated one because I don't only twenty five. You don't know anything about life. I know, but it. I, I think like it. I don't know. I don't think she was happy about that decision. No, but we'll get I don't there. think so. We'll get there. We'll get but there, I just, guys. I love that moment so much. I, and I do, I, I think about that as an iconic Charlotte moment of saying something. How well do we ever know anyone we sleep with? Do you think my hair is too shiny? It's very. It's perfect. She's yeah. very smart, but also She's very kind of, kind of simple yeah. in her own perfect way. Mm-hmm. But then they finally do meet the peacock. At the masquerade ball, who is as basic a woman I've ever seen, but quite thirsty. She's winking. She's just winking from afar. And then Jack and Charlotte end up breaking up because he goes after the peacock and they basically kick her ass out of bed. That's that would destroy me if that happened. I don't think Charlotte really wanted to be there. I think she was. I don't think so either, but like your ego was still kind of fucked up. Like if you were like, okay, I'm down to clown, and then all of a sudden they were like, You're out. I'd be like, oh. But I also think it's way too early in a relationship to be having threesomes. But they're already in love. It's still time wise. It's too early. And you don't you don't keep a man like Jack unless you get to work. You know. I would not get to work just so I could lose Jack. He's sick. But that's the first of our four nothing storylines. I don't know. It was other than the moment with Carrie and Charlotte on the street. It was I didn't really get anything from it except Jack's mouth. Yeah. His and mouth. then Miranda's literally her whole storyline is no one wants to have sex with her. So it's that, very that sad. So you're saying that you're attracted to your girlfriends? No, but if your friends won't go down on you, who will? What did you think of her therapy scenes? I loved, and I loved when she propositioned basically her therapist, and she made this like sexy, sexy face. She was like. She opens her mouth kind of, and yet it's both puckered and open. Mm-hmm. And her eyes are akimbo. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. And like, that is like a little glimpse, I think, into the Miranda that I love. Like, she's very, she's just ridiculous. And and, and hiding uh, innate goofiness almost. Mm-hmm. Like, like, very quirky. I, yeah, like, I bet she and Steve have a lot of laughs in bed. I bet you they giggle a lot. Again, guys, we're going to get there. We'll get to Steve. And by the way, I hate him. Um, oh, we'll fight about that later. Um, I did think that this episode had the best direct-to-cameras, like when ca- the wanted ads, the people reading them, although they're all awful actors. Terrible. I was like, who cast these people? The woman at the end was like a Vanessa Bayer character. Yes. She, I, I was, but they couldn't get the lines out. It was like They were like little robots. So that's kind of all with Miranda. Mm-hmm. Second out of second out of four nothing stories. And then we have Samantha. She's fucking. What's going on with guy. Sam this episode? What'd you think of her married man? Disgusting. I liked his. Um, I thought it was funny when after they have sex, we see them having sex. He goes, "That thing you do with your hips." It's just such a strange. He is just like such a vanilla like bore. So, like, anything Samantha does, he just thinks is, like, so hot. And then I didn't like, because he was like, Ruth never gets on top. I'm like, oh, God. Like, go shut the fuck up. Yeah, also, Ruth doesn't want to be on the top of you, buddy. Yeah, like, you're a sack of potatoes. I wouldn't want to be on top of you either. But then, of course, 
I I do find it odd. I want to say like, one thing. Okay. Actually, I'm going to save this for my for my plot for my thing at the end. Oh, okay. So I just thought it was odd that like Samantha so very casually brings up the fact she's fucking a married guy and like no one even like cares. I don't. I don't think it's her first. Right, but like, and I think it's interesting that she never says it around Charlotte. Charlotte's never in the scene where they're she's discussing not. that. She knows. She knows her Samantha's, audience. Samantha, yep, she knows her audience. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, the, the worst thing happens to her. She gets a she, phone they call. They run into Ken and Ruth they run on the in. street. I love Ken and Ruth. Ruth is an icon. Ruth, they really did their best making her look very They did Ruth dirty. Tough. They made her very, like, purposely, and I hate using this word describing a woman, but very shrill looking. Like, very, like... Sharp, like very upper. Sharp and like very like not sexual. Like you don't get any vibes uh, from her. But then she gets a, Samantha gets a phone call from. Um, Ken and Ruth. Ken. And he's like, I love my wife. I love you. And she's like, what the he's fuck the are you talking about? Largest cell phone. But also Samantha's on that fucking phone that I hate. She's on that. She's on like a phone. phone that looks like a kid, like a kid's toy. No, because they're trying to make her like super sexual, and I think like that paired with like the red satin sheets, like with the four post bed, is you like can sick. hear like. It's like I hate it. I hate that they like are making her this way, and then Ruth three ways into the phone call, and it's like. I love my husband. Like, she's not even really mad at Samantha. She's like... No, she's like, we need to have a threesome, the three of us. And I love Samantha's. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's like, oh, <laughs> this is not happening. And it being sexually adventuresome. We'll keep this marriage together. Then I am prepared to join you with him in bed. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Samantha was a guest star. Series regular was not in her contract. And then doesn't she just like hang up on them? Yeah, she does. Because she's like, enough. Pull yourselves yeah. together. And so that's the third. That's pretty much it. Of our four nothing storylines. And then Carrie. <sighs> Father God in heaven. <sighs> Carrie. 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 So she's very comfortable. This is maybe says, the dizziest we've seen her. She is very comfortable. She says, I'm the only mana. I'm the the only people enjoying monogamy are Big and I because we're having sleepovers. Bitch, what? Like that made me that made my stomach turn. I had to How pause old are it. You? I had to pause it and then like, does that define a relationship? If you're having sleepovers, like then I've had tons of relationships. I just got out of one apparently. Oh, if that's do you want to talk what, about it? No, no. Okay. I've got a therapy session after my walk. Oh, good. Um, so she's shaken to find that Big has an ex-wife and he is the fucking best. The way he throws it out. And then it's like, yeah, you know, I told you. And she's like, no. I also don't believe that Carrie would know how to tie a tie. Do you think that that's a big deal? Him being having an ex-wife? And not telling her, like, up no. front? I don't think it's a big deal either. I don't think it's a big deal. It's also not surprising. He's a man of a certain age. Right. Like, like I'm I think almost it would be 30. weirder if she found out he had children and he'd never mentioned that. That would be fucked up. That would be strange. But he's a man of a certain age. I would just... And I will also say, you can't really figure out how long they've been together. Like, time doesn't make much sense in this show. 
are we, how long from the pilot are we? I know, like. Have they been sleeping together? Have they been, how many episodes since they decided to be, not how many weeks or months has it been since they decided to be monogamous and are now having sleepovers since he stood with her in the park? Oh. Like what, how? (gasps) Wait. You can't figure it out. There's a moment with Big and Carrie this episode that made me want to crawl out of my skin. Okay, are we going to get to it? Yeah, can I say it? Go, go speak on it. When she's in bed and she rolls over and he's like, what's Where your, are you? Where did you go? Yeah, where'd you I go? was like, shut the fuck up. That is such not a big thing to say. However, it felt very about, out of character. If, but if you think about it, if you think about what he experienced... She literally just went from, like, licking his earlobe and then stopped and literally turned her full body around. Like, you would be like, wait, what's happening? With yeah, but no I expl- it's the way he said it and, like, just the, like, the leaning in and he was just like, where did you go? It's like, mm, get me out of this scene immediately. But then she meets with his ex-wife, which is psychotic. So she goes and meets Barbara. Psycho. Who- what do you think of Babs? I thought she was gorge. Gorge, smart, I, also, funny. I never I'm like, watched get her the, on the revival. I never watched the Carrie Diaries, but that actress was on the Carrie Diaries, was which she? I think is just kind of world busting. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so I had to look her up because I was like, why isn't this woman in more things? She's so magnetic and powerful in a way. What do you think of um her book proposal? Little Kathy and her cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Well... My story is about a little girl named Kathy. Little Kathy. And what makes little Kathy special? Well, um, she's got these magic cigarettes. She has magic cigarettes? Yes. Little Kathy and her magic cigarettes. And whenever she lights up, she can go anywhere in the whole wide world, you know, Arabia, New Jersey. I mean, that that stuff is all going to be worked out, of course. I gotta say I loved it. Uh, I love the idea of a children's book for I, adults. I do too. I think that's it's I a cute it's, idea. I, I bet they really already cute. exist. I feel like BJ Novak made one because he's just that. Uh, I can't. No, 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 no. I, I didn't say we're getting into him. Um, we gotta save Mindy Kaling at all costs. Yeah. Uh, so... I liked the idea. I thought Carrie was insane. Um, For going. We got to see Carrie's hair straight. Okay, so I want to mention two things about this Barbara storyline that okay. I that I think would have made this episode better. Okay. A focus on why Carrie straightens her hair. Because it's because of Barbara. Yeah, I'm but assuming. they don't. So they don't explicitly. Usually, the show would have her have a conversation about that with someone. Or mention it in monologue. I mean, Carrie's hair is such a thing for her. Mm-hmm. We know Kukukka Curly. She will dye her hair after the jilting, after the Vogue article. Like, I think paying attention to where she is, the shorter hair in season five after kind of big, be the removal of big fully. Yeah. There's just like, she Her hair attention. is like a story. Yeah, so I just thought it was interesting that she straightens her hair, and then when Barbara says, your hair's so different, there's not a voiceover that mentions, that more explicitly states why it happened, because I think Mm -hmm. the show would be more explicit later in making it a thing. Yeah. And then what I want to mention is, is so we know that Barbara and Big speak from the last, from the final scene. 
Yeah, and I have questions about this as well. However, Barbara then says, I'd like to be your friend and doesn't mention to Carrie that she still speaks to Big. So she is aware of who Carrie is because she knows to call Big later and say, I met with your girlfriend. I want to know how did that conversation come about? Because she said, she was like, are you dating anyone? And Carrie was like, no, not really. Yeah, but so Barbara is running game. And I love it. I kind of stand. But I want the show to be more explicit about her game. And I'd like to have seen Biabs again. I would have too. I've seen way too much Mitzi or Bitsy Von Muffling. Like, I would like more... More Babs. Frankly, I don't ever need to see Natasha again when we have Barbara running around. (laughs) Barb and Natasha actually have a lot of similarities, like vibe-wise. Yeah, I mean, he has definitely a type of who he wants to, who he views himself as wanting to be with, right? Yeah. Straight hair, brown hair. And I will say, I did not love... Almost Charlotte-like. Well, they have a sexual chemistry, Charlotte and Big, that knows no end. Okay. Um, I, again, I'm not sure I really enjoy when the show goes for visual storytelling, so much like we didn't love Carrie flying. I don't love this representation of Barbara entering their relationship, like, Mm. oh, let me show you how that's done. Or the awkward when she's walking away at the end. It's like, first of all, it's the longest walk away. We needed to cut away from her quicker. Yes. And I just wish it's something the show doesn't do often, and I do not like it. (laughs) I agree. And also, like, again, I feel like we see this storyline when she dates um, Burger with the sound machine. Like, when she finds out, like, oh, you had a ex and she, into, like, she, and she goes crazy about exes. Like, she, I think that's serious. a better, but actually, that's a better, I think, exploration of that idea. No, I agree. I'm just saying we see it again. Yeah. It's a thing with Carrie. She has a thing about exes. Um, and then at the end, I do think it's interesting that so she finds out from Babs that Big cheated with her best friend and she mentions this to Big, but then Big does, he does not take the bait. No, he's like, that's none of your business. And he makes a few jokes and then he does, he says like, we basically, our relationship didn't work out because we were looking for other people. Do you know anyone who likes me? And she's like, oh, the real dip, the real problem in relationships is intimacy. It's like, I don't think that this is what this episode, I don't see the connection to her final statement to what this episode's been about. I don't either. It doesn't it's, make it's any sense. It's implying that, like, you're not as intimate if you have a threesome. You and then it was just the two of us. And I realized the real appeal of the threesome, it was easy. It's intimacy that's the bitch. What's so funny is is that if you made this episode today, and maybe they will rediscover this, it's odd, right? Today you would absolutely have to discuss polyamory and the like, just relations. Oh yeah, you would have to have. It would be such a more interesting episode if it was made today because you'd have discussing discussing people who are in like polyamorous. Really, is that the right word when you're just are three three or more people, two more than two people in in an actual relationship? Yeah, then an open relationship and. Like, it would just be more interesting, whereas now it's like, well, threesomes, having threesomes has nothing to do with intimacy. No. It's just like a, it's a thing that you're it's into just, or that happens. It's just a sexual act. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. So for us, for a sexual anthropologist, Carrie's got a limited scope, I think. 
Very. That's a and very limited theme. relationships. But I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. And frankly, I was just happy the episode was over. Yeah. So what did you think about the fashion? Um, I liked it. I know that it's really like my favorite look. I know this kind of random is like when Charlotte, I just think she looks so beautiful in her dream with that silky robe and her hair is like really like it's like very Jackie O like volume wise. And it's just really pretty. I know that that's not an outfit, but I like Did you like her hair when it was in like almost like cornrows and twists? No, I didn't, Chris. (laughs) I I knew that that was going to come up. It looked awful. Terrible. She looked ridiculous. But everyone did that hairstyle in the 90s. I know. I loved Carrie's red coat when she's going to meet Barbara. I didn't care for the outfit under it, but I thought the coat was amazing. Yeah. And she has a kind of open and a very simple necklace. But then she took it off and I thought, that's not what you wear to a meeting, ma'am. I, I don't think Carrie knows. When you're trying to pitch Lil' Kathy and her magic cigarette. <laughs> Lil' Kathy. We love Lil', Lil Kathy. Well, we love Lil' Kathy. Lil' Kathy, of course. Um. So in terms of our men we could uh, choose to sleep with, we have Jack, Ken... Miranda's therapist and the guy Miranda also has a threesome almost has a threesome with and which I don't even think we talked about because it didn't. really bared nothing I, I can't even give it any attention if, I, unless you want to I'm I, no I'm <laughs> having sex with no I'm no one I'm no one I no, hate you can choose big if you episode. want uh, big big because I, I hate pick... everyone else who are you picking I'm gonna pick Jack Chris <laughs> I want to experience that mouth up close Ew. I do. What is the truth? How will I ever know it unless I experience it? it okay. Do you have any hot takes? Hot take? No, we've covered this episode. It's like this whole episode a flop. is a, a flop. flop. I give this episode like a two out of ten. I do have one hot take, and oh. it is what the fuck is going on with these men on this show so far? Why they're is awful. they're ugly? Ugly. And, I don't want to be rude, but later on the show, like, think of the men Samantha starts sleeping with in season five and six. They're like, they started casting like models basically for her to date. Why are we looking at these? Maybe they show wanted to be normal and represent real people, but LOLs, that's not what I want from Sex and the City. No, get these men off my screen. That's not the Sex and City we know. I want hot men. Ken would not have looked like that in season six. That's all I'm saying. Never. I mean, even Steve's little body was, like, jacked. I know I you don't like Steve. I just, like, I can't. Miranda, like meet me on the bridge. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, um, I rated I'm giving this episode a one. Oh, okay. I was trying to. I was trying. One out of ten for me. Complete flop. Total miss. Flop. We'll never, literally, we'll never watch it again. Ever. Like, I never want to see this episode ever again. Even in my rewatches, like, on my own. <laughs> Well, let's be honest. You and I never rewatched season one anyway. Ever. That's why this podcast is so painful. Ever. I know. That's why. We do it for y'all. I know. We really do. All right. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week for our recap of season one, episode nine, The Turtle and the Hair. Again, no idea what happens in that episode. I hope it's better than this one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out the other podcasts from The Dip, TV Watch Repeat, Pop Chaser, Slut Pig Podcast, But Now We Said It, and of course, Hot Off The Mess. And you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram only. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram. I'm at Dickerzoloft on Twitter. And 
now. That's it. Don't come looking for us on Facebook. Yeah. That's right. it, guys. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means six flags and the taste of an ice cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99.